Hey Cody, uh, even though pretty much every episode you belched, like literally belched, uh, I'm still really gonna miss you and therefore I wrote to you a poem. So here we go. Cody, you handsome son of a bitch co-host of Topa Talk. You leave this podcast with a heavy heart, for he's loved by all who listen, and now they'll be torn apart. He'll be missed by all who tune in, for his juicy tidbits and scandals galore. But Cody must move on to new things, leaving Topa Talk at the gossip store. So here's to you, Cody, dear and true. A handsome man will always hold dear. Though he's left Topa Talk behind, he'll be missed but never forgotten here. Okay, bye you guys. Cody, so sad that you're leaving Topa Talk. You've been a great co-host for the past three years. Uh, the goobers are going to miss you terribly, but... Uh, If you're anything like me, you'll find ways to sneak back on. Uh, Good luck, and we love you. Hi, Cody. It's Kenna. Um, I just wanted to thank you for the last few years of making all long drives and cleaning days so much more enjoyable. You've made me laugh a lot. You've also made me cry at times, and you've made me angry calling me a Disney adult, which I'm not one. Um, But besides all that, I'm really glad that what started as listening to a fun local podcast became a real-life friendship with you and Stephanie. And I hope that occasionally you'll come back for a Bravo Minute or something fun. Um, That's all. Love you. Bye. What do you feel bad about? I feel bad about your... That's my last episode, you guys. Literally. I feel bad about that. And I also feel bad about the fact that you have New Year's resolutions on your note. <sighs> Who cares? And I have New Year's resolution on a shared note with another person for next year. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to do mine then. Or maybe you could save yours. Who's who are, who's your shared note with? Are so, you announcing anybody yet? No, I'm not announcing a co-host. But I do have some interviews and like, I guess interviews the wrong. I don't want to call them interviews. I want to call them episodes. Yeah. I have a couple. I have like three episodes on the books. And my first episode is with my dear friend, Sam Marina. Oh, cool. And so I just have it for now that we would talk about New Year's resolutions. I like her a lot. Um, Me too. And so I'm really excited to have her on. And so I put that That's as a, a note. candidate. I also think it's a good talking point for someone new on the show. Totally. So it's hard. To, like if I give it all up now, the listeners are going to be like, oh my God. I went back and listened to my first episode as a co-host, not yes. the one where you interviewed me with yes. Melissa, but yes. as a co-host. And first of all, we have come a long way with just being comfortable, I think, just like chit-chatting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where like, I was like, I was like, gosh, we feel so like heavily produced. Like, okay, next up, what we're going to talk about is I'm going to give you this or that. So Cody, do you like more? pink or purple and i'm like god we really started talking about some crazier shit as the years went on you know we lived through an apocalypse together basically i do feel like there was this weird stride in the beginning of season two where like even though season one was so fun and we really did a lot because we had so much time but i do feel like season two is when things really got weird wacky i had to it got weird because anything anything that includes me is weird and then um the pandemic Whoa, 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 sorry. You know, Melissa went back and listened to the very first podcast episode, what we call episode zero uh-huh. of the podcast ever, ever, ever. Yeah. And she said it made her really nostalgic. And I was Aww. like, was it awkward? And she's like, yeah, it was kind of awkward. <laughs> like, we got much better at it. Dude. 
And is, I'm, is okay. this wait? What is this? Is this? Did you do the math correctly? Oh my god! Yes. Wait. Yes. Oh. Wait. These <laughs> horns are not very good. We have New Year's horns. Oh god! It's Cody's hundredth episode. Guys, it's Holy not only shit. my last episode; it's my hundredth episode. So we randomly—that's crazy. We are feeling too nostalgic and too much in love to. This episode's not even supposed to happen. Or last episode wasn't supposed to happen. Last ep- this episode was on the books. Last episode wasn't. And then I told him, like, perfect, because I went and did a ton of stats. Oh, yeah, I have hella stats to share. Oh, yeah. Um, And I counted all the episodes you have been on. Mm-hmm. Like, full episodes. So this does include your f- f- season one episode. Okay. No, I think I did the math. Regardless. It's not my 100th episode. I don't want to think too hard about it because I want it just to be my 100th episode. And it is. And it is. Happy 100. I remember when you did the math and figured out it was going to be my 100th episode and I was like, that's freaky. It is weird. How weird that you're... Did you ever think... I didn't think about like your 100th. It's got to be like... It's got to be like at least 150 hours. At least. At least like 200 hours no because there's not 200 two hour episodes no i'm gonna say at least 150 150 hours hours. (laughs) you guys i'm sorry because cody also really got me out of the comfort do you remember in the first season 45 and done and i was not ready i was so sick to my stomach that's nine thousand minutes i was sick to my stomach (laughs) and i'm just getting started (laughs) when we got near an hour i was losing my mind when we got to 115 i was losing my mind what's our longest episode i want to say 145 i would say i is it like 142 yeah what i wonder which one i didn't do the stats i'm gonna be so i'm either gonna be so grateful or so cringed out to like in a couple years go back and just like pick at random an episode to listen to wild i posted last year's christmas episode on my instagram baby it's cody outside (laughs) yes someone must have thought it was this year's because she dm me and she goes i thought you quit jeesh tired of me (laughs) tired of me she's done she's like people have had it and they want me gone okay you guys she he quit i thought you quit jeesh you put in your 30-day notice you know what aubrey collins i'm still here for one more episode oh aubrey nice i know i love aubrey she's Um, allowed to jeesh me she is allowed to jeesh you but this is because i would say you've created a situation (laughs) where people want to jeesh you because you were supposed to die this year and you didn't i'm not very good at goodbyes (laughs) We said you were quitting and we only had two more episodes. We were pumping out three. And then do you want to tell them the news? I'm pregnant. (laughs) What was the news? That you're going to be on every single episode. I thought that was going to be a surprise. Oh, did we say that? That's okay. We'll just tell the girlies. The girlies who get it, get it. Listen, guys, you know me. Bravo Corner is going nowhere. I can't help myself. I'm going to be doing the Bravo Minute every every time stephanie would like to include it in an episode because i don't think we need to insert a bravo minute to some of her projects she has in the works oh really yeah you're right there's a couple episodes where it might not be appropriate <laughs> someone's just crying talking about an experience they had i know also your adrian come on, come in we are working on a really cool um like family lineage immigration story and i think it would be hilarious to just be like okay guys and now can we talk about um can we talk about the manzo <laughs> family from the houses in new jersey there you go family See, lineage you can bring it in always always There's a- not only always but in always how about the richard sister kathy hilton it- kyle richards kim richards exactly the family lineage <laughs> Am I pausing it? Yeah, sorry. 
I don't want to make it a thing. <laughs> Just say pause. pause. Sorry, guys. So for you guys, it's been no time at all but for us it's been like three minutes and we have no idea what we were just talking about and so therefore, therefore we're moving along moving swiftly along <laughs> why does my microphone sound bad um do are you, you hear it i can hear it do you hear how bad i sound and it's my last episode i want to sound good this is better this sounds better you just fixed it i'm happy now okay thank you all i did was turn your headphones up but yeah any, you sounded good anyways we were talking about adding the bravo minutes whether it's appropriate or not it is what we could do is an after credit bravo minute <laughs> if it seems inappropriate for the episode for the for the real fans i'm getting you for as many ups as i can for free so yeah i'll be in the dm before you offered that to me i got sad one night thinking about how Tamara judge my all-time favorite housewife is going to be on orange county next season and i won't be here to talk about it oh you will be but i will be look at that we also shook on this kind of like a few I, I mean i had a couple shots and we shook on it and i was like i hope he knows i'm serious and not just being like cute in the moment you know Absolute. you know when people say like oh no definitely we should yeah. do that like that's how we sounded i don't care where i am I don't care what I'm doing. That's I can right. set aside a minute to talk about Bravo. We need to do a few test runs with different headphones. Yeah. I have ideas. Anyways, okay. the, the goobs don't need to listen well, to this. Well, be excited. I'm, I'm leaving, but I'll always haunt you guys. Hello. For a okay. minute a week. What do you want to do? Do you want to jump into stats? Should we talk? New, what's your New Year's resolutions? Um, Anything? Well, I was really stoned and I wrote them down in my yes, notes and yes, I haven't revisited yes, them yet. Yes. Cool. What did I? Where did and then I we can it? rate them. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't even stop gossiping. <laughs> Ew, these are so gross. One twenty six AM I wrote these. Just like my finances. Well I... the last few times I've seen you you keep talking about how mean and gossip you are and you're not. <laughs> I feel like I am. But you're not. I think I'm just triggered because I'm I've been surrounded by those people lately. And I don't want to be one. You know? So I just, I, that's something I want to ensure that I'm not acting that way. And what was your other one? Um, I just want to, you know, like, I would like to check my bank account every now and again. You don't? Not really. Because I get nervous. Because you don't, don't want to see know. it. I don't want to know. See, I'm one of those, like, I used to be a daily checker. <sighs> I want to get like that. You don't, actually. Well, I, I would say know what's every, going on. every few days, I, I just check in. Because I have automatic payments. Same. I just want to make sure I'm not wiling out. Well, same. And that's the problem is that, like, I don't really know. I don't know when they're going to hit. Do you I, know when they're going to hit? No. And I don't really know when. What, well, I don't even know who I am most days. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I am tired of living like, like, um, well, listen, I, I've gotten on you about savings. I've sent you all the information I have. I know. I, what, what is savings? What am I saving for? We're living in the apocalypse. We're not, though. But you know what I mean? No. I just, I, I need to, I need to be better at saving. My friend's mom was like, are you saving all that money? Not all that money. I'm sounding like a douchebag. Listen. No, I would say I'm very pro <laughs> saving. And I think that. People, most people at any level of income can be chipping away at savings yeah. and like feeling good about their finances. Yeah. I would say that a lot of people get in a tricky situation and a ton of people are like struggling day by day. And obviously there's like situations where it doesn't make sense to save. Right. And I've seen a ton of those things where it's like the annual amount of enjoying a Starbucks is like maybe at most 2k and it's like okay that's not going to change your life and if it include like helps with your like daily anxieties and just enjoyment of life then it's yeah. like worth it because two grand a year is like over time like we 
throughout that year not really like a huge life changing difference like if you got a two thousand dollar raise you wouldn't even notice it not really with taxes notice it. no with taxes really, and everything right. would you wouldn't really to... you know well listen i kind so, of want to do the math because i have a really bad starbucks addiction sorry beacon coffee your your coffee is superior but there's something there's about no that drive through no that drive through when i'm when i'm already late for whatever i just am like so let's see i get one every day which which is like five plus a tip times seven you get 30. one every single day Shh. okay that's 140 a month what's 140 times 12 i'm spending yeah like see less 1600 bucks 1600 bucks a year and it improves your life and it improves your day and it makes you feel good it's a worthy investment so why not and i get to see my friends i get to see diana and klaus so that's not what we're talking about Love them. when we go to savings but like what i think is responsible and easy uh-huh. for me is to create an amount of, of a dollar amount that you wouldn't really notice that is missing from your check yeah. Let's say it's $25. Let's say it's a hundred in yeah. there, you know? Yeah. And you set up a savings account that is not directly attached to your checking. So when you check your checking and your savings in like your normal bank, you don't see this amount. It's just like gone. So therefore it's not money you can really easily spend. Yeah. So I have one by Marcus by Goldman Sachs and they have, I love Sachs and <laughs> they accrue right now. My rate just went up to 3%. So I just have a savings that's just sitting there yeah. that takes from both of my jobs every single two weeks. It takes a certain amount that I'm comfortable with and puts it in there mm. every once in a while. I'm like, damn, I'm feeling guilty about my finances. I should be doing better than I check that amount. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm saving X, Y, Z a month without even really realizing it. Sure. There's definitely times where Nason are like, shit, money's tight. Mm-hmm. But with having that $25 back in my account change my life, or would I spend it on something stupid? You spend I would spend it on something stupid. So yeah, I'm Have not. Have ever heard of the financial diet? It's like this. Um... I have heard of it. Yeah. Oh my God, Spam Risk is calling me. Oh my God, you better pick it um, up. <laughs> Mine says Spam Likely. You have heard of it? I just started I watching her on YouTube and the girl Chelsea who runs, the woman Chelsea who runs it is very cool and I like her outlook on it because it's not so restrictive, but it's also realistic and it's like... Yeah, it doesn't need to be scary. She's just like, she's like, here's the truth. And like, she, also, so she also kind of like, I don't know... I understands might not be the right word, but she's empathetic and she she builds her business around the fact that not everybody has like the same um, financial situation or opportunities or um, what's that word? What's the word? Entitlement, not entitlement. What is the word? Privilege. Privilege. Yeah. You know, privileges. I'm so, I'm so sorry, Stephanie. We have to pause. I'm getting blown up. I'm so. And we're back. Listen, it's a award show. It is. We're done talking about savings accounts. We're done. Yeah, you guys. I'm sorry. Wait, about if those that. are your only two. Literally, your only two <laughs> resolutions. I would say that my um, it feels toxic at this point in my life to prioritize like losing weight, but I know I will be a healthy person if I just am like healthier. You know, I have not had groceries in my fridge for months. Yeah, I have not cooked in months. I'm like. I what I I need to keep a calendar. Oh, you know what? I feel like if I keep a calendar. Did you see my post today? I'm trying to keep a calendar out here. I did, and I bought one for I think it was like five thousand dollars from Noted. <laughs> I bought this beautiful, but it's gorgeous, stunning, cal- and perfect and beautiful thirty two ninety nine. I most gorgeous thing you've ever owned. Love Noted. If you need <laughs> a too. good card, if you need a good present, a good present, a good card. Like they have a wall of cards, and I got the cutest one for my colleague and friend, and it's like alien 
aliens being abducted for a birthday and one alien has a cute little butt and i just like love i was just gonna say if you have any professional people in your life that you want to get gifts for go to noted and And or just people pens and they're nice that work there it's very calming to go there love it who doesn't love stationery so you think if you created a calendar it help can we get on that discussion how do we in 2023 speak about wanting to make changes to our bodies without falling prey to like the it's not about because i'm in the same boat it's not necessarily about like a number on the scale for me it's not about how much weight i have or lose or fluctuate between it's truly about feeling good inside my body yeah so that comes in two parts for me personally it comes from mentally working against the machine of capitalism always comes back. And the second thing is honoring my body when I know I have food sensitivities because yeah. when I'm inflamed, when I'm bloated, when I do things, when I put stuff in my body that I know it's going to have a poor reaction, yeah, I'm going to feel really bad about how I look and how I feel because I don't feel good. Yeah. So it's like those two things are really important to me. And I have goals. I love fitness. I love working out. I love being active. I think... I think most people probably know that about me. Like yeah. I'm very, I'm not consistent in what I do, but I'm consistent in that I'm doing movement. things. You I'll love like, movement. I really do. It helps me mentally so and I think much. It's so normal to go through phases. I talk to Kaylee all the time because she'll be like, I lost this client or this client's coming back. I'm so excited. And sometimes she gets in her head about it because my sister's a trainer. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, people go through these fitness phases where it's like sometimes a girly don't want what you are offering. They want to go do a spin class and sign up for a few months of that. Some girlies do it all, but some people get into these habits and it's like, you just have to know that, you know, there's ebbs and flows with, with fitness. Absolutely. And I, th- oh my God, Stephanie absolutely. James. Absolutely. Word of the year. Cheers. Oh absolutely. Word of the year. Say cheers. Hold on. ASMR. Can you hear that on yeah. the show? Oh yeah, and it's crispy and it's yummy. Um, that's not, <sighs> that can't be yummy. <laughs> um, I would say too, like just sometimes I'm looking for more flexibility. Non-scale victories is what I'm focusing on this year. Like I want to worry about the number that, that I always used to tell my clients when I was a trainer that the number on the scale is just a relationship you have with gravity. That's all it that's is. That's funny. That's what I used to say. I also feel I'm in a good place where I'm buying, I'm like maturing in the sense where I'm like actually buying clothes to fit my body yeah, and like actively not trying to squeeze into things and just being honest. And then I'm like, oh, I look a lot better when I wear clothes that really do fit my body well you know and so it's just about this like weird mix of things coming together where it's like there's so much mental Mm -hmm. that comes along with it but i think my mental is also attached to how i physically feel and it literally is like it just literally is your brain is better when you Ah, the decorations, <laughs> the are, decorations falling. are falling. Um, <laughs> it's because Bobby Jetski came in here before you got here and fucked things up. I'd like to be able to walk up a flight of stairs and talk like a normal I person. I actually don't think that's possible because... Did I ruin my lungs with cigarettes? No, because I was just laughing. I have a t- a two flights or one flight, basically. Yeah. One flight to get to my office. And every morning I'm so out of breath, but I go to the gym consistently. I'm active consistently. I've not been in the gym in like two months. So, well, I'm it's, paying for it though. I I'm always, supporting you. I always, I always say like, oh, I'm out of shape, but I'm like, I'm not out of shape necessarily. Yeah. Cause like even I'll go do the stairs at the freaking gym yet at 9am when I go up my stairs for work, I'm like, this is painful. Right. I'll be just, yeah. I That's just, not a goal of mine because I don't think it's achievable. When I walk up my stairs with two Target bags 
and I say hi to my cat, and I'm like, hi, Diana. I'm like, is this what Your stairs are steep. Is? Your stairs are steep. So you're giving me a lot of credit. I also just think when you're in plain clothes and you go up a flight of stairs, it's not natural. Yeah. It's not natural. Yeah. It's I not. have this shirt that I bought during the pandemic, <laughs> and it, during the pandemic, it was freaky because at the early stages of the pandemic, just to get out of the house and it felt rebellious, I got back into running, which I love. And that's a resolution because I, was gonna I say, love when running. When we first started doing this podcast, you were a runner. I love running. And um, the shirt was just like, I was so close to being able to fit in it. And now it's like, uh, it's like not going to happen. It's an open faced shirt. I look like, I look like, um, yeah, exactly. It's an open faced shirt. It's an open faced shirt. It's okay. I have a few jeans I in my fit closet. Because I love it. I won't get rid of it. It lives in the box under my bed. I'm going to say, there's some clothes that I really adore that I'm just, I just put up in my closet. Just, you That's never you know. Do. I mean, I got you rid of a lot know. of clothes where I'm like, this is depressing me because I'm not going to fit in it. But other clothes that I just love so much, I'm like, just I want to fit in you and it's not about my body it's about you I want to fit in you one day because I love you I love there's a few pairs of jeans that I'm just like I miss <sighs> the feel of you on my buttocks yeah. we'll get there well, or, or not, not. <laughs> <laughs> should we get into the should we get into the topatakis yeah we should because I don't care about any of the rest of these notes uh, we'll save them save them for your new host I Save just was going to say host. that, no, this one was just like a throwaway. I was just going to say that there's nowhere I want to punch heads more than at a grocery store. I don't know what it is about the environment of a grocery store. A Target checkout line could do this to me, too. But mostly yeah. at Target, I'm like, I'm here to waste time. At the grocery store, I'm trying to get in and get out. Get and in, for some out. reason, that's where my patience is the lowest. At I want to punch store? heads at the grocery of store. all the stores, that's where your patience is the lowest, is the grocery store? Yeah, because Target, I'm expecting a whimsical, silly, long experience. I don't care how long Target takes. Yeah. Trader Joe's, too, Well, Target is, Target is an activity. Grocery like, store is a necessity. I'm talking like Vons and Westridge is when I get hot. Dude. And then when I see someone else getting hot, I get hot on their behalf of, sense of like, calm down. Like it's funny. Literally. Like when I see I've someone never get... related to you more. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Where I'm like, this is taking too long. And then the but person the... <laughs> in front of me is rolling their eyes and I'm like, they're doing you, their best. You better fucking Are you, you Are you the Queen of England? Are you being aggressive Can in you my ch- grocery store? They are trying to do their best. And then we get to the You checkout. probably moved here from LA. Where are you from? Yeah. We go What's slow in you? this town. But I should go before you. But I need to be home. Because I'm late. <laughs> yes. Literally. Ugh. That is a resolution of mine. I'm so fucking tired. We have of, nowhere to be. Of gatekeeping. What are you gatekeeping? Oh, hi. Gays. Oh. You know, this year, You're remember? You're gatekeeping gays? Yeah. And what Remember way? this year, talking about Palm Springs being like, there was a bridal party at the gay club. Uh, I'm not my... Who, they are allowed to come here. They don't want to be hit on by straight men. Neither no, do I. Cody, yeah, I do. can I protect you for a moment? I'm like the bulldog that comes in after to protect you. Um, You're the devil's advocate. I would say that your frustration... You didn't know how to... Um, communicate your frustration with the bridal party yeah. so it sounded like gatekeeping yeah. but I really do feel like there's this really weird inf- like thing with women especially especially white women where like they're co-oping culture or they're co-oping experience or they're like creating a novelty item we're it's- not a petting zoo don't come in here and start groping me and acting like we're your novelty and you stuff. can't squeeze just my party- butt just party with us and you- I don't want you to squeeze my butt I want him over there to squeeze my butt i don't want you sarah plain and tall to come over here and squeeze my butt yeah get on your own and then at patty's one night this summer 
all these straight people walk in and the guy is wearing like dumb lingerie and is wearing a sign around his neck that says I lost a bet and I'm like so you're just you are you lost a bet and the bet was you have to go humiliate yourself by pretending to be effeminate in a a gay gay club fuck you that's what I mean fuck you that's what's wrong with you you're not gatekeeping you're more just like learn how to act you know uh, we need to get we paused again this it's is why been, i had to quit it's been seven minutes we can't pick up that conversation anymore it's We've done only been recording for seven minutes on no the... no no no. i'm saying it's oh. been like seven minutes since we talked <laughs> oh last. my god so is this a chaotic listening experience it could be but you know what this is why i had to quit because i keep forcing you to pause but you guys it's uh, our talk show yeah it's it's our, no. This is Reba and Kelly. We don't care. <laughs> Reba and Kelly. Wait. Now that's a show I would watch. Wait, what's Reba her name? Reba McIntyre <laughs> and Kelly. Did you watch? What's Kelly's last name? Ripa. Did you? <laughs> oh, it's Regis. Regis. Did you? Wait, what, did you watch Reba growing up? Because I Never. did. My mom was a Reba fan. Single mom <laughs> who works too hard, who loves kids and never stops. <laughs> With gentle hands and a heart of a fighter. All right, Cody. I'm a survivor. <laughs> we should go through. Okay, how are we doing this? Well, you guys, the Topa Talkies dun, 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 are here. Dun, dun, dun. And it is at, some of them have to do the podcast, some have to do the Oh Hi, some have to do the Ventura. And it's basically our award <laughs> show. We have five nominations for each, other than the first one, which has six nominations. Very exciting. Wow. Stephanie chose the winner. I chose the winner. We don't know who each other chose. If if we do not know who each other chose, we're going to go over the nominees. You might be included. You, the listener, because we have some listener-focused ones. If you're not included, there's always next year. That's right. Represent. I'll be hosting it. You should. The other, will you come back on I'll to come host? I'll to MC it. Okay. Absolutely. I'll Thank read God. the nominations. Thank God. And the nominees are... I've always wanted to. Well... I don't want to be an actor, despite what my genie wishes were last episode. <laughs> But I do. Ha- I want to be a host of like an MC of like an award show. You, you do want to be an actor though. I don't. I want to act like myself. I like the character of Cody. Me too. You know what I mean. Yeah. I don't want to act like anybody but the character I've Wait, created. Wait, Cody, that was really enlightened. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, wow. I hate myself as a person, but I love the character the I created. The clown makeup you put on each day. So, do we want to go? Can over- you give me the liberty of of choosing? The order. Please, uh, Cody, I'm not real good at reading on, on air. A single mom who works too hard. <laughs> okay, the Topa Toxi. Topa Talkies. Cody, I have a problem. What? I have to be. <laughs> oh, pause. <laughs> the Topa Talkies. The Topa Talkies. Oh my God. The red carpet is beautiful. Everybody looked great. You saw Bob Daddy. He looks so handsome. Johnny Johnston looked beautiful. Wow. What Betsy wore? They're all yellow. yellow. Betsy wore all yellow. Mm. Okay, <laughs> Brett Bradigan, beautiful gown. Three people are beautiful here. Beautiful gown. Everyone looks stunning. great. Stunning. So we have, I think, like 16, 17 categories. Are you being serious? On God. <laughs> I think. Okay, so I'm going to okay. tell you, and we, uh, you guys, listen up. This is a big deal. Can you handle this right now? <laughs> if we both share a winner, you and I, Stephanie, if we both choose the same winner, we both have to grab a horn and blow it. A New Year's horn. Can we okay. get one that works? So the the first one, get ready. Yes. You have to scroll and find it. Okay. We're going to alternate in the nominees. Yes, I'm listening. The first Topataki is the hype queen. What is a hype queen, Stephanie? A hype queen is someone who builds us up. Who 
is always singing our praises. Who makes us want to continue. Yes, who has our back. Who didn't do a good enough job with me, but did a good enough job with you to keep going. Okay. (laughs) So the Hype Queen nominees are... Oh, am I saying them? We're going to alternate. Okay, Kelsey Cox. Kaylee Crane. Blair Brainy. Hannah Jobis. Asa Edelbacher. And Bridget Finky. Finky? Yeah. Good. And would you like to open your envelope first? Yes. The winner is... And it's a write-in. Oh, oh my God. A write-in? That means it wasn't an option. I love that. This I'm giving my Hype Queen Award to the one and the only Jason Holsworth. Oh, yeah. Jason Holsworth, the chef. Jason totally deserves that. Yes, he's always texting me. He's got my back. He loves the show. It's just a good feeling. I love Knowing that. I have him in my corner. Jason and the rest of the nominees are all very deserved. 100%. Deserved? Deserved. Deserved. <laughs> <laughs> but I gave mine to Hannah Jobis Woo! because she really is passionate about what we talk about, what she wants us to talk about. <laughs> Correct. And just the show in general, like everybody else in the category. But Hannah Jobis, I just had to give you love. I so, wanted to give it to her too because nobody else. Well, okay. Sends us essays. No, I was about say, the show. Everybody has been really supportive and like very promoting me to keep going and, and like literally. I'm if you're great. listening to this, if you're hearing this, you are you are an extremely supportive person. Yes, and uh, Hannah's like very. She has so convinced of my success that it's convincing me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. But same with Jason. Jason 100%. will be in my DMs and stuff. So yeah, they're both very, they When I it. left my big girl job, mm-hmm. I worked with Jason. And you know what he told me on my last day? What? He said something along the lines that he would always bet on me, that it would never be a bad oh, bet. He's such a good guy. I know. So cool to say that to someone. <laughs> kind of baller. Next up is the best cocktail. Uh- Oh, you don't want to vote for the one I've just made us? <laughs> just kidding. It was, very, it was good. <laughs> it wasn't the, best the best cocktail. And the nominees are The Mai Tai from Vintiki. Hello, Satan from Rory's Place. Matilla Ha Mule from the Deer Lodge. Pixie Margarita Agave Marias. The Owaxa from the Nest. Oh my God. The, wait, Hi. there she is. Wait, come in the house. Hold on, pause. Pause. This Justin Goobers. You guys, I, wait, I'm so confused. Why is she here? Hannah Jobus is dropping off a sticker to me that says something about capitalism. I didn't think she was coming now, but, but here she, she is. She just won an award and she and needs I think to. She should do her acceptance. She needs to do her acceptance. I didn't even realize that was Hannah. Yes, hold on. Please. Oh my God, pause, pause. again. Jeez, this episode should be called Pause. This this episode's chaotic. Chaotic. Nervous. <laughs> All right, everybody. You just heard Cody's winner for. The goober, hype queen of the century, yeah. possibly yeah. the most hypest hype queen ever. And then she came in. She Hannah, came to our window, like a please do your acceptance speech. Um, I'd like to thank all the. Wait, can we redo it? No, well, I don't know what to say. Okay, you don't have to say okay. You're, my hype queen. you're the hype queen. What is um, it like? Hype <laughs> up. Um, Why do you love Joker Talk? Uh, okay. Uh, 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 why do you want Toba Talk to succeed? Okay, pause. <laughs> <laughs> I just really just enjoy listening to you guys talk to each other. And sometimes when I'm sad and depressed, I just wake up and I listen to Topa Talk and it makes me feel better. And I'm just so happy and I love my friends and I just want everyone to just be awesome. And this, you know, 
what does it mean to you to support and uplift other people? I was born to be Chris Jenner. I think actually it's more about me than it is about you. <laughs> I love it. Wait, let me get my podcast voice. Pause. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't talk like pause that. Willy-nilly. No, we don't pause willy nilly, Hannah. This episode, we have been pausing. We have been pausing a lot. So I think we're going to cause this. Cause this. Pause Call this. Pause of the century. Okay, I am going to pause though. Any last words? Yeah, I just want to redo my whole acceptance speech. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Wait, will you open up your letter? I did. Wait, okay. Pause. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, thank you, Hannah. <laughs> I assume everybody that is wins is going to be at your window <laughs> now. Know. And we're never going to finish. I know. Uh, that was so crazy. Okay, best cocktail. Okay, okay, okay. We have to start. For, we have no. to start over. Okay, okay, okay. And the best cocktail nominees are... Mai Tai from Vintiki. Hello, Satan, from Rory's Place. Matillaha Mule from The Deer Lodge. Pixie Margarita. Agave Marias. Owaxa, The Wa- Nest. Oaxaca. Okay, guys, <laughs> I'm so embarrassing. I see this it's word. It's okay. It's, it's a such tough a, word. It's such a trendy place. And, like, it's a buzzword, I feel like, lately. And, um... I am an idiot. I listened to a podcast. Oaxaca. Oaxaca. I was listening to a podcast. Wait, say it again. Oaxaca. Oaxaca from the nest. Oaxaca. Stephanie. Oaxaca. You guys, I have issues. Am I in their spot? <laughs> am I in their spot? They don't care right now. Okay. And the, my, who's your winner? My winner is the Matillaha Mule. My winner the is the Matillaha Mule. Woo! We got a double winner. Great. Congratulations, the Deer Lodge and wow. your Matilla Mule. All right, next up, we have the best noise from the Noise Boys. I feel like this is going to be tough to edit because are you going to play the noise? I could. You could, but I could. The winner, I mean. I can play both of them, and then I can play the winner again. Okay, I love that. All right, and the nominees for but be- he's looking at me. He wants me to move my car. He's not looking at you. He's looking at me. He's fine. Okay. The, the nominees not- are... And are you going to try to recreate it? Like, say, sound like them? No. Okay. Because I can't always remember exactly what happened. And the nominees are... Corn. Butt stuff. Anti-Cody smear campaign. Jingle meow. Which one? Which one of the jingle meows? All Christmas or Christmas. wedding? Jingle meow. Oh, I, oh, get I it. like the wedding meow. Let's put that instead of jingle. Wedding meow. This beat is outrageous. And my winner is this beat is outrageous and it is contagious. Mine is corn. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Honestly, all so fun. Well done. And we don't have a freaking noise, boys, for this episode. But what are you going to do? <sighs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Next award is best pizza best pizza and the nominees are well i have to find it's it. right below the noise boys <laughs> <laughs> and the nominees are air pizza ouch oh hi pizza because it's an injury pizza place oh okay i was like ouch am i supposed to say ouch after you say that oh hi pizza it's my opinion papa lennon's fluid state and the winners are fluid state fluid state you grabbed your horn before I even said mine. I knew you were going to pick Fluid State. I go there every week. I yeah. was there yesterday. I love Fluid State. It's amazing. Now, is this a fun experience for the listener? Now that we're going through this, I'm like, this Are is we a bored? lot of listing. Should we pa- should we- I mean, 
Is it boring? I don't know. Well, let's just power through then. Number five. Well, best... let's not power through anything. Okay. Best event. <laughs> Stupid. I just, I just saw the freakiest joint and I just started laughing. I can't wait for the freakiest joint. Best, best event, event of the year. Well, like, let's get rid of the voices. It might be more enjoyable for just ourselves. Yeah, I think so. I just, yeah, I wanted to say, yeah, I think you're right. The best event. Stephanie's Alien Hoedown. That was a good time. Mm-hmm. That's where I got to meet Kelsey. <sighs> Um, Cody's birthday wedding. Well, it's like good and bad. Yeah, the knee the was knee. a bummer, but there was a great party. Scaryoke at Topa will haunt my nightmares. Again, good and bad. Um, Maker's Market at Colt Street. That was the most recent. Yes. And then we have the Rally for Reproductive Rights. What did which, you pick? Which the Rally for Reproductive Rights and Cody's birthday wedding were on the same day. And we went to both. Oh. Isn't that cool? Double event day. Yeah. You know me. I love a double event day. Wait. You're talking about the one in Ojai. Yeah, the Rally for Reproductive Rights where 400 people marched from Rancho yes. to Libby okay. Park. I was thinking of the one in Chelsea. some of the most strong women and also Darren McGee spoke at the Reproductive Rights Rally. I loved it. Yes. Okay, what did you pick? I chose Cody's birthday wedding. That party was fucking awesome. That felt like my wedding and I didn't even have to get hitched. It was lit and it's amazing you picked that because I picked the rally. So it's like the same day. Same day. July 9th was a great day. That day made a difference. Stephanie, but your alien hoedown is an honorable mention. That was such a fun night. So fun. Okay, next up. Stacy's mom. Oh, God. <laughs> I was lost my voice. Is Oh, this one, you have to read all the nominees and I'll read because this next one is the best review. So the best review we've gotten, and I will read the review. Because I'm not good at that. You read the names. Okay, so by Daddy Pumpkin 22. This show is great. I've always been listening for a few months, and I always look forward to it. Sometimes it makes me feel more connected to Ojai. Like, who knew there were backyard sex classes in Miner's Oaks? My favorite thing is that during Pride Month, you guys talk about LGBTQ plus topics. I love it when Cody explains Real Housewives. Also, in regards to the most recent episode, frozen grapes are genuinely my favorite food, so I was surprised to say the least at your comments oh my god i just vomited a little bit but that's okay <laughs> you hate frozen grapes it's not my jam but love you daddy but you know who is love my jam? you daddy daddy pumpkin <laughs> daddy pumpkin 22 <laughs> is my jam um danny fobani yes no intro is needed just get into it also i love one minute cody recaps of real housewives it's nice to hear from locals in my hometown and hear about the stores slash restaurants that i need to visit next time in, i'm in ohio oh also your energy gives me life when i'm driving home after a long day of work and have one and a half hours of commute ahead of me thanks you too cute i liked hers because she said like no intro needed just get into it like she just was answering our questions well and i do you know the gender of this person no okay so danny with an eye feels very feminine okay um i also love that that must have been earlier in the year must have been and that was the most freeing experience ever was getting rid of the intro well when we got rid of the intro yeah When we released it from our our responsibilities. Our life changed. Okay. The next one is from Wild Heart Yoga. Love this podcast. They're both so smart, funny, educational, make me laugh. They're they're my daily listen. Not sure who makes me laugh more. Okay, Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. I love that one. Spooky Gal 95. I am obsessed with this pod. I love how goofy, fun, and sometimes serious Topa Talk can be. Listening really feels like I'm chilling with friends and spilling hot tea. I love listening at work, driving around Ohio, or at home with my cat. She's also a fan. I especially love the Instagram content Steph and Cody give. It's a perfect little side character to the already hilarious podcast. I'm a proud member of Goober Nation. 
Amazing. I also have this weird feeling that it says Spooky Gal 95 because this gal was born in 95. And then I was thinking like so young. And then I'm like, only three years younger than me. But what is the deal with like 90s babies in general being like 97? That's outrageous. And it's contagious. Where we're like, you're not really a 90 baby if you're born after 95. Like, like, what is the deal with us? I don't know. We're gatekeepers. Gatekeepers. All right. This is a pretty good name. Duck Gang 3. And Duck Gang 3 says, sitting on a bridge with Sam Hagen, listening to y'all's podcast. He said he misses (laughs) y'all. I love that. Oh, my God. Duck Gang 3. Duck Gang 3. And Sam Hagen was one of our guests. Yes, he sure was. Yes, he sure was. And what best review are you picking? Duck Gang 3. Of course. I'm picking Wild Heart Yoga. Well, duh, of course. Come on. Fair enough. It's called Keep It in the Family. Fair enough. Next up is Best Tacos. Is this fun? Are we so boring? Is this terrible? I don't know. Would you? Okay. Okay. I, know I would because I'm interested in myself. That's what I was just going to say. Imagine this was a, po- a podcast that didn't involve you. What if people want to know? Like, what are the best tacos in Ohio? I want to know what love is. What if we don't go through all the nominees? We just say our best. Because it's nice to be nominated. It is. I think we just, we've committed now. We're halfway through. We just need to do it, damn it. If our last episode flops, who cares? It won't flop. Who cares? Ugh. I it's don't. just your legacy. It doesn't oh matter to me. God. Mine is going Ow. to continue. <laughs> oh my God. Let's Did just you do hurt it. yourself? Yeah, I hurt myself. On what? Your table. On a little knob? Yeah, a little knob. Look, that one's sharp. Caref- this one, I know. Careful. I scratched myself. Okay, best tacos. Best tacos. And the nominees are Ojai Tortilla House, The Nest, La Fuente, Ojai Beverage Company, Casa de Lago. I picked Casa de Lago. I, controversial. I picked The Nest. I love their tacos. I love their tacos. I know it's not Calamari? a Mexican-owned family. Calamari? Um, I like their Wait, cauliflower tacos. Oh, the cauliflower, I like that's their right. brisket tacos. Their brisket tacos are so good. Well, you know, they are the family of the Beach House tacos, and that's my favorite It's not like Latina-owned tacos, like Trace Hermanas. Will, oh, no. It's not. It's going to be like, it's not like La Fuente or Costa Lagos, but it's going to be yummy. It is yummy. They're my favorite tacos in town right now. And then number eight, let's see, where's number eight? Best new kid on the block. Fun fact, we were going to do another episode after Future Vohai called New Kids on the Block, where we interviewed all the new restaurants in town. It never came together. It never came together because they I'm, didn't you be know what? It, but Cattiness. You think? 100%. Oh, yeah, because they were catty with each other. All of them. Thank you. Okay. And the nominees are? Wait. Are you comfortable with that? I'm writing that note down. No, I'm, I'm comfortable this time. with it. It's, I'm writing oh, this time down just in case. They can take it. They can take a joke. It's a joke. It's, it's a funny. silly g- gag. We're obviously supportive. Listen. Okay. I never met a Hermana I didn't like. All right. Let's see. Best new kid on the block. Um, Pinon. The Duchess. Rory's. Izakaya. Cafe Boku. <laughs> <laughs> but don't laugh. What's wrong with you? Their avocado toast is so good. Their av- what did you just say? How do you say avocado? Avocado. A- avocado. avocado? <laughs> okay. How do you say it? Hey, I'm happy for you. How do you say it? I don't. Avocado? I don't say it. Who are you? How do you say it? What's I wrong don't. with avocado? Avocado. Um, <laughs> I'm from Wisconsin. Right. What did you pick? Rory's Place. I picked I the did. Duchess. Yeah, they're which both is, good. For me... I'll keep it real. It's the Duchess I'm for me. To, am I allowed to keep it real right now or do I have to save this for next episode? I think you should save it. For this category, save it. 
Okay. I chose Rory's to go out with a... The Duchess thing. has an insane crispy rice salad right now that will literally change your life. For dinner? I kind of hate to say it. For dinner? Yeah. I don't go there for dinner. Can I be honest? I, I love their breakfast. I love their like case, you know. Mm-hmm. But Rory's place is yummy and it's sexy. I, I have love it. It does feel sexy and it's giving like hot date night slash hot it. girls night slash hot whatever you want it to be. And it seems really fun. I just haven't made it there. Yeah, I've never tried Izakaya. It's the only one I haven't tried on that list. But all my friends love it. Everybody loves it, honestly. I just don't really get it. It's just, I don't get where it is. I don't get how you get there. It's where the old hip vegan was. Yeah. You don't get that either. I don't really get it. <laughs> um, now, next up is informants. These are the people that give us the gossip, give us the tea. They are the boots on the ground. They're the brains behind our beauty. They they give it to us. Right. And the nominees are? The nominees are Blair Brainy. Hannah Jobis. Paris McGraw. My friend Jory Holt, who does give me piping hot tea. Jeremy Albin. Who runs Pinion, and I put him on there because... He does. We went to Topa with him on a whim, and he... Mm-hmm. Laid it all mm-hmm. out there about everybody and everything. You know what I appreciate? A layout king. He laid it out. Let me tell you what I know. This is what I know. Here's what I know. And I want you to know it. And here is who told me it. Here's when it happened. And here's where here's the lot the latitude and longitude and of you know where it what, happened. And you know what we did? We okay. put it in our safety deposit box. Yeah. We turned the little thing and we forgot the code. And we said, listen, you we give said, us you give us free bagels from Pinion for life. Or else. All, <laughs> we've, never. we've been sending ransoms. Who's your who's your top informant? And I am going to go with Obviously, drum roll, Blair Brainy. That's we, a double win. Double win. I That's chose a Blair win. too. I mean, she is the lady whistle down. She gives us all the all everything because she does the work to study it. Amazing, and no time like the present to tease and announce something very, 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 very exciting. Top informant deserves this role. So. Blair will be my Ohio News correspondent moving into 2023. And I'm so, so fucking excited. Because she's so focused, connected, and interested in what's going on in this town. She takes things and makes it interesting with her passion. This is what we talked about when she was on the show with Future of Ohio. And mm-hmm. I'm so thrilled. It's going to bring so much like legitimacy and interest to the show. And it's going to circle back the like local aspect of it. And it's also going to help people get inspired to be connected to the community and help and support and get involved. Ugh. And great when if you don't have time to to know what's going on, but you want to know what's going on, and you know, I just I think I'm it's hoping so to smart. include her in almost every episode, similar to Cody, where it's appropriate, you know, because it's important to be included in what's going on in the Bravo universe too. <laughs> All right, number ten, the freakiest joint. I love and this listen, one. I love freaky this one. is a compliment in the Topa Talk it universe. Truly, freaky is. just means like freaky to us means like it's freaky. We like it. It's different. It's not the status quo, and we we want to we want to fuck around with it. It's we more, love it. It's like when you walk into this place, you have left society. You are in the underground, are, upside down, <laughs> and you like it though. It's not a bad thing. And you love it. These are all places we love. All right, we got the, the nominees for freakiest joint are A One Liquor. Ben Franklin's. Pat's Liquor. Nutmeg's Ohio House. Casa de Lago Oakview. Oakview. 
<laughs> Very freaky. And your winner? Ben Franklin's. I chose Casa de Lago Oakview. Cheers. They take great care of my grandma and you, I. You know, I had to say, I love them all, but who mm-hmm. do I give most of my money to? Ben Franklin? Yeah. Do you? I give yeah. most of my money. It costs 40 bucks a week. Amazing. So much my grandma and I cost. And we're the only liberals in the joint. It's there, freaky there. there. It's freaky there. There was a time where I was the only um, left surfacing person in Pat's Liquor. Uh-huh. And like, I do... I do freak around with Pats, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but Ben gets most of my money, and I was in there today, and I got caught up talking to a woman about the checkout lady was telling me about one of their regulars, and I thought at Pats Liquor, no, at Ben Franklin's, and was I it thought Kathleen, okay. I like, worked with this broad Kathleen back at Cafe and Bram, and now she works broad. at she works at Ben Franklin. Well, she made my life miserable because she thought she's a manager, and she no. was like. Trying to trying to make me do stuff. I went into Ben Franklin and she was training the girl that was ringing me up. And I was like, hey, Kathleen. She's like, hey, Cody. And I looked at the girl. I was like, is she training you? And she went, yeah. And I was like, take everything she says and do 25% of it and you will be fine. Trust me. And she's like, Cody, stop it. And I was like, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. She's ya. trying to make you do too much. Too much. I love you, Kathleen. She's never going to hear this. Good. All right. Next is near and dear to my heart. Right. Oh, yes. I know what you're going to pick. Can I pick it? Can I say it? Yeah. I bet I know. Yeah. Best sandwich. Yes. Best sandwich. Sandwiches were a big part of my year. I love a sandwich. And the nominees are Kate's Turkey from the Duchess. So good. That spiraled me into the sandwich universe. It truly did. Um, the fried chicken sandwich from Little Sama. The vegetable sandwich from Hip Vegan. The chicken pesto panino sandwich from the Ojai Deli Cafe. <laughs> But okay, pause. But when you call the Ojai Deli Cafe and the guy picks up and his voice and his accent is so very Panino about it, yeah. a whole situation, yeah, type of moment. Every I go there probably once a week. Love. And every time I go on my lunch break, he goes, "Oh, would you like a fork?" No, but literally, yeah. And then we have the Caprese from, from Papa, Papa Lennon's. Lennon's. What are you picking? Well, I would say my number one sandwich. I ordered it the most, and I just fell in love with it this year. Was the vegetable sandwich from Hip Vegan. Now, I do want to give special accolades to Kate's turkey sandwich. It was it was brief. It was, you know, they apparently they like didn't like her cleavage. So she doesn't work there anymore, <laughs> according to her Instagram, which is heartbreaking because Kate is one of the most talented How bakers in the you? game. And that sandwich was so good. How dare you be so insecure that you belittle a woman about her clothing? Allegedly. Number 12, the best beer at Topa Topa Brewing Company. Another one near and dear to us. Me too. And I'm picking up my my Hooter because I know we're going to pick the same one. (laughs) The nominees are Are Dos Topas Lager. Level Line. (laughs) Chief Peak IPA. (laughs) Spectro. Howler Coffee IPA. I love the Level Line. Now, Howlers are my very favorite seasonal beer we make. Oh. However... Since Level Line, it's all year round. It's my favorite beer. I just beer love Level Line. It's, it's so, so good. good. You know, I love a Level Line. Can I explain I it to the people? I don't drink beer. I will drink Level Line. So Level Line's an incredible like gateway beer is what I call it. It's not too intense for all the people who typically drink light beers but don't like IPAs but are interested in like the flavor profiles IPAs. Precisely, I don't like IPAs. You can do Level Line. There's a hot profile, but it's super chill and mellow. And by the way, it's one of those beers that might be better in can. It's so good it can. I don't know. I had like five at the beginning of this year <laughs> and talked to a guy about astral projecting and he said that he's cheating on his wife with yes, a mythical woman in San Francisco. But he doesn't want her to know. No, he told me never to tell anyone. So here I am on a podcast. <laughs> 
Next up, scroll towards the top 70. Yeah. All right, drama alert, everybody. The biggest beef in Topa Talk history. The right. biggest beef where we've beefed with people. And the nominees are... A bar called Country. Should we dive into what the beef was just like lightly? Yeah, we straight up went on the podcast saying that they were allowing people to be roofied. Allowing? Roofing was taking place there. And it wasn't... You Here go we for, go, go again. For it, girl. No, but go this is girl. this is what got us in the beef in the beginning. I know. So that's not. Be- I mean, go for it. You beef however you want. This was my particular beef because I was the one who brought it up, and you were so scared the entire episode, being like, "Who is Stephanie?" All of a sudden, I was just I was like proud and terrified. Um, I said what I said. You said what you said. Um, the next nom- <laughs> okay, Bark All Country. Next nominee is Real Fun Wow. And I think the only reason we had this beef was because it snitches. <sighs> So is the beef with real fun wow or is the beef with also, snitches? I don't. I like don't get it. I like made a joke. I said just because you do the law over town need- doesn't mean you're a local, and it was just a silly joke. And oh, my phone just died. You're How are we gonna joking do this? me. Pause. <laughs> I yeah. I don't want to rehash the beef either because there is no beef. I feel like we're good with all these things now. Uh-huh. I love Darren. I love. I love it. Okay. Um, next one. <laughs> I feel tried. A podcast I we went on and I was just being mean about it. I start. I feel like I start a lot of the beef. Yes, I started that one. <laughs> the next up is the nest. That was a crazy. Yeah. Here's the thing about that though: is it was never a beef. No, it, it wasn't. really could have been, and could've they been. handled it like fucking champs. And cheers to the nest. Cheers to the nest. We can't be beefing. You have the best tacos in town. Cody. And last is Christine Overacre. She was not very nice to you, Stephanie, on the future of Ojai. She wasn't. I consider that a beef. She wasn't. And the entire town had a beef with her. That's true. And so for that reason... Not all of them. She said she had a lot of local friends. Right. Gotta take her word for it. I believe the victims. All right. (laughs) My vote, because because the entire town has my back on this one, is Christine Overacre. I chose a bar called Country. I thought that was pretty major beef. It was. Yeah. That was the one where we had the most consequences or like possible consequences, in my opinion. Yeah. The biggest... I just went out and started saying shit. Yeah. With little thought. Yeah. The bar called Country. Was I wrong? No. No. But and they're not open anymore. But lessons learned as well. Listen, I'd like to apologize to Real Fun Wow and I feel tried. And I'd like to apo- nah, I'm I'd like a- to apologize. I love you, the nest, but I think we both agree to disagree on a lot, and that's okay. I am choosing to not apologize to anybody. I love that. What's next? Um This is a cr- freaky deaky order. Okay, eyesore down at the bottom. The biggest <laughs> eyesore in town. The biggest eyesore. Uh, the music festival Green Lanterns. The Vaughn's Christmas Tree. Ojai Ave Construction, man. Dude, it's been going on. Oh, fuck. The abandoned bowling alley. Mm-hmm. O-U-S-D, a.k.a. Chaparral. A.k.a. It could have been a beautiful 200-room hotel if Christine Overacre gotten her little hands on it. And your winner is? Um, Because I feel like Chaparral ties in with some local drama. And because taggers made it more of an eyesore, I'm picking that. Remember, unmask our kids multiple times. Um, I chose the music festival Green Lanterns. That's They're your so biggest... fucking ugly. I think that's your biggest beef, though. I love the music festival. I Do hate you? their lanterns. Do you? I love it. I, I'll go to the free concerts at night. Do you? I love it. You said you would, but do you? No. Okay. I would. But do you? I love 
my couch. <laughs> my question is... I'm sorry, I don't want to go sit where there's... like. Do you I, love it in theory or do you love it in practice? Theory. Okay. and But, but you Isn't hate... Isn't that enough? But you kind of hate everything they stand for. No, I don't. As I just the hate color the green, green lanterns. I love the color green. <laughs> you don't like that green. I don't want green lanterns in my beautiful arcade. Not that green. No. Maybe like a pretty like... Forest. Lincoln sage. green. Forest sage. Green. It's sage. Oh Your eyes are... Look at me. Look up. Your eyes are kind of sagey. My eyes change with like what I'm wearing. Me too. I'm so unique. Are we hazel eye girlies? Behind these hazel... We're almost done, you guys. Thanks for bearing with us. I hope one of you is I'm enjoying this. I'm having fun. <laughs> I'm having fun. This episode's for me, not for you. What's It's my next? last one. Most likely to share on social media. These are the goobers that give us a lot of love. And the nominees are... Can we pause? Yeah. <laughs> All right. The nominations are Cynthia Garza. Kenna Smiley. Hannah Hathaway. Blair Brainy. Wow, a third? Well, she she's does, very involved. You guys do the work. <laughs> Adrian De Leon. And the winner is Cynthia. Cynthia. Wait, me really? Too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Cynthia, for all your support. Queen. I fucking love you. Love. God, and talk about gorgeous. Stunning. What a beautiful couple they are, too. If you're supportive and pretty, it's <laughs> guys. It's, <laughs> well, it's over. actually, <laughs> let's look at that list. They're all gorgeous women. That's what I mean. And I would say Oof, this is I a, all those w- a female-dominated circuit. So if you're feeling yeah. left out, sh- step up. Well, boys. Well, that's boys. That's why I had to do Jason because I'm like, there. Yeah, but you know that that's it. Let's that hear is... it for the boys. <laughs> you <laughs> know what? Give the you know boys what? a chance. Straight men need more representation. They do. All right. It's I... hard to be a straight white man these days. You can't just say what. <laughs> i feel like god. they can't say anything anymore oh my god scroll down yeah oh hi diva the biggest oh hi diva listen mm-hmm. up everybody this is the mm-hmm. main divas you know like pop culture has like beyonce madonna lady gaga oh hi has the pink moment the bell tower shelf road chief peak and the libby park fountain <laughs> who's your biggest diva the bell tower Me too. oh my god <laughs> Congrats, Bell Tower. Most- You're such a phallic diva. You look like a big old dick in the and middle of town. You have to make a huge giant deal every like 9 a.m., 12 p.m., Did you 6 hear PM. her playing Christmas music? She does it. You know what's so funny? I really actually love the Bell Tower's like love. sounds. Yeah. When we had guests recently visiting... They walked outside and noticed it. I don't even really notice it. Like, it's such a part of... Your noise blind. I live smack down in downtown, so you can hear it. Dude, the bell tower is the original noise boy. You get it. So this guest was like, oh, that's annoying. And I was like, I actually kind of love it. So am I drinking yours now? No, yours... Okay, no, no, no. Listen, the... I love the bell tower. I was like doing some last minute Christmas shopping at the Ojai pharmacy. Nonetheless, nonetheless, I needed like a novelty well, gift and they have really good you, novelty. Can gifts. I tell you something? What? I'm dying to get that sweater that says Paris, New York, Rome, Ojai or whatever. Your I best want friend that. has one. <laughs> so I just, that's beautiful. I, <laughs> I've been drinking shit. Listen, Anyways, I was Christmas shopping and the bell tower is playing a Christmas song and I felt like I was in a Christmas rom-com. You guys, those were our those were our categories and we just That's have a, a few more where we're going to do Stephanie's top smut novel of the year. Take a wild guess. Dragon's Dick? Dragon's Bride. Dragon's Bride. That is, is what was I chose. it called Dragon's Dick? It's called Dragon's Bride. Dragon's Bride. That if you guys don't remember, give us a brief summary of the Dragon's Bride. A woman makes a deal with the devil. She has. To, she will get out of her abusive 
relationship that's terrible but she has to go to the underworld for seven years then she'll release back everyone won't be freaked out like she gets a, a new start basically in seven years she gets married off to a dragon it has two dicks she falls in love they have a lot of freaky sex i love that what more could you want what more could you want what more could you want okay cody give me your real housewife of the year my real housewife of the year this is tough because you all know Tamara is my favorite Real Housewife of all time, but she hasn't even been on this year, so she's not included in this. I also considered having Kenya Moore because I watched Atlanta from the first to the last episode all the way through this year. But again, it wasn't really about this year, but she's another top tier housewife in my opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For this year, someone who just checked all those boxes for me and was like a great housewife was... um I can't even think of it. I can't even think. I can't give. I love all my fr- I love all my f- friends and family so much. <laughs> I love them all so equally. It's so difficult. <sighs> all right. I have to give it to Jen Shaw. I mean, she's yes. she's yeah. she really put in the work. Yeah. I wrote a letter to Joe Biden to pardon her. As did you? No. Okay. <laughs> I I ought to though. Her sentencing's like in a week. She she's, could get ten to thirty years. I bet she gets like. I bet she gets three to seven. I bet she gets seven. Yeah. And then she gets out in three. Honorable mentions, if I may. If I may. Alexia from Real Housewives of Miami. She is a quintessential housewife. Um, Teresa Judice's hair at her wedding. Not Teresa Judice, but her hair at her wedding was so high <laughs> in Jersey that it was just so perfect. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who is your Lifetime Goober Award going to? And what does that mean? Lifetime Goober Award to me means someone who deserves recognition for doing the work, for um, putting up with us, for adding something to the podcast. That's what I get. And mine's a tie. Okay. Do you have someone? Yeah. Okay. I'll do mine because you asked me. Yes. Mine's a tie, and it's a tie between Tammy, the manager of Blue. Obsessed. Who put up with my shenanigans of trying to start beef by being an absolute Karen. And she handled it with such grace and compassion, and we're now friends, and I adore Tammy. So, Tammy, thank you for being so wonderful and such a pillar of the community. And um, someone who has added to the culture of Topa Talk and added to my life is Adrienne DeLeon, who gifted us with the... Um, it's Cody's Bravo Universe Corner. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, ah. girl. It's so fucking good. I mean, who gets a theme song by a recording artist? No, and, and like an extremely talented person who cares about us. And mm. because I think we all know, like, when you actually have skills and talent, yeah, there's you usually get paid for it. That's the goal, right? Right. And then when you go outside of that and spend your free time to do something for somebody else, it's just like the nicest. It was such a gift. I'll never forget. Thank God, because I could have, because I was on the brink of blacking out. (laughs) I was so fucked up at the very end of my birthday party. I'm talking the very end of my wedding birthday party. And Adrienne told me that she was going to gift that to me for my birthday for our show iconic very thank cute. you adrian very sweet. thank you tammy and what about you steph goober lifetime achievement award i am biased when i say this but i think it added a lot to the show it made it really silly and fun so i'm giving it to the noise boys i love that they deserve it they really do because they're not on every week but i feel like for the most part they do put a lot of effort in and, and when it can be really fun and silly and they add a lot to when they are a part of it yeah and 
this could have gone to a million listeners and a million of our people. Yeah. We love you guys so much. And I hope no one's feeling left out. Like we're obsessed with all of you and we know all like who you guys are. I you hope you're not best. left out either because literally if you're listening to this, especially after Stephanie and I keep pausing and going, is this fun to listen to this award show? We just appreciate you guys for listening and for supporting us. We did. Now, I asked for people to send confessions or anonymous information. I'm so scared. I feel so out of control. You are out of control, but you shouldn't. So I have, I'm just going to go through them pretty quick. Is that okay? Yeah, I'll I'll tear through them too. What are they? Confessions? Questions? They're just confessions. One says, don't leave. Oh. One says, I stole something from you and still have it. Oh, I wonder what it was and how they stole it from me. I pooped in a urinal once. I love that. Cody, this is not pod related. Oh, this one's great. Okay, Cody, this is not... These are all anonymous. We'll never know who said these. You probably will know who said this. Okay. This is not pod related. Thanks for asking my mom how my mom... Okay, sorry. Thanks for asking how my mom was and then acting cool when my dad told you she died. That moment will live on forever in my mind. Oh, that's sweet. That's kind of like... That made me sad. Read this one. Cody's comedic timing is Prozac to my ear holes. He's relatable, funny, classy with a dash of sassy. He's the Snapple cap we all need. <gasps> Thank you for your service. XOXO, your number one fan. Cue Kelly Clarkson's breakaway. Was that you? No. Well, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> That's so sweet. Thank you. All right. That one doesn't count. Okay. This is another confession about Cody. Polished chaos with a hint of sass. He will be missed. The cheech to your chong. May Aww. he be successful in his new ventures and continue mm. to do great things. Now on to you. When are you going to start making full dish, dish sets? Someone's asking me to make Aww. pottery. Polished chaos. I love that. That's a good brand. It is. Okay. <laughs> this one's funny. You wild for what you did. I'm wild for what I did. This is a confession that has nothing to do with you. Okay. I act dumb for attention. Do you think they're talking about me? No. I hope not. I act dumb because I am. <laughs> I act dumb because I'm just a dummy. That's so sweet. All right. You ready? Yeah. This one's really good. Okay. Oh, God. There is nobody in the world like you, and you need to keep doing stuff that enriches people's lives with your mere presence. You are deeply <sighs> loved and adored, and I'm devastated that I don't get to have your vibes with me in the car on long trips. Oh, well, hey, just DM me, and I'll leave you very long voice memos, because I just want to talk. Read the last one. Love you, Cody. Thank you for always making me smile. Being so open and raw with the goobers and making us feel like we're having a conversation with a friend when we listen, you'll truly be missed. Aww. I'm kind of in denial. These about are so cute. Will you screenshot those and send those to me so I could read them when I'm feeling down? <laughs> so you can go like jerk off to them later? Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. I I'm love myself. Oh, um, thanks, guys. Those were nice. Uh, do you have anything to say to... Oh, wait a minute. Someone on Instagram whose Instagram name is Dorito1994 uh-huh. said in all caps, sandwich, mm. which I think you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. hits. That hits. Thank you, Dorito 1994. <laughs> Is that when you were born? I mean, it had to be. I was born in 1991. No, I mean the Dorito. The Dorito was born in 1994, <laughs> and they love a sandwich, and I relate to them. Have on you that ever level. put your Doritos in your sandwich Never. at home? I'm not a big Dorito guy. I put my chips in my sandwich before. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you? Telling? I've done a potato chip. Are you? Absolutely. Are you doing a Bravo minute, or was last week it? I would. I would like to do a Bravo minute. Okay. Uh, let me cue you up here, bud. Oh wait, we're kind of, we're coming to the end. Yeah, I'm feeling sad. This is my last like moment as a host. Yeah. So you know wow. what? What do you need to do to feel good about that? 
retract it all. I'm not quitting. Yeah, right. Oh. Mm. Okay. Are you feeling ready? Mm-hmm. Cody's Bravo Universe Corner. I can't get enough of Summer House. I cannot get enough. I think everybody needs to start Summer House. If you don't like season one, skip ahead to season three because the cast remains consistent from there onward. And um I'm on the quarantine season. And it's so good, and I'm almost overwhelmed by the amount of great content they are providing. It's such an interesting show. If you liked what the real world gave teenage and 20-something yourself, Summerhouse will give 30-something yourself that same feeling of watching 30-year-olds doing exactly what you're doing, but making it entertaining. I absolutely adore it. I bawled my eyes out while microdosing watching um, Summerhouse Carl's get the call that his brother died. It just really broke my heart. And I just love that show, and I'm so invested in it right now. Thank you, Ben and Jory, for getting me hooked on it. I love Summer House, and I love Real Housewives. See, I don't feel like I need to make it so final because I am going to keep doing this. Well, and I was going to tell you, for your Bravo corner in the future, yeah. I don't want it to be a minute. What like, do you you're want? Not, well, I'm just saying, you're not going to be... Just conf- my thoughts. You're not confined to a minute. Because like on this show, you've already talked for an hour and 15 yeah. minutes, so it's like, let's get yeah. through the Bravo minute. Right. But for... I'll just give you my thoughts. Maybe it'll be 30 seconds. Maybe it'll be five minutes. But you guys will get exactly what is on my mind in the Bravo universe that week. Exactly. I love that. Precise. I'm so glad I could still be on in just a little slice of the pie that's Topa Talk. You have to. And I'm I'm not changing the Instagram password. You know, I never really wanted to give it up all the way. Of course not. Yeah. You know, it's so crazy that you brought up the that that person got a phone call about their brother passing away that mm-hmm. is the most disgusting news you could ever receive like i mean disgusting in the sense of like oh my god how life altering heart shattering and then to share that with the entire world is just like yeah. crazy it made me ball it just like it took me back to like a teenage self of mine and then also made me feel grateful because i just i don't know you know i i I'm so grateful because I'm so proud of my brother for for having such a beautiful family and for um, well, yeah, having a beautiful life. I think it really brings things into perspective, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, God, what it, would it be like? And it's just like so devastating. I had a experience. I was just talking to Melissa and I were together. I was just talking to Melissa about this. It's I honestly hate talking about this, but it happened and I feel like it's relevant. So I'll bring it up. We were at an outing together and we were like drinking and having fun right it's like a fun outing we're at you this, and melissa yeah we're at this gorgeous 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 hotel by the beach having drinks and another group of women was next to us and the woman received a phone call that her brother had passed away yeah and we watched her experience that news and it was one of uh, to this day i'm like scarred mm. By this experience this woman had Mm -hmm. and how absolutely distraught Mm. and anguished and I mean her life changed before your eyes and we had to just like go on with our day and like obviously like 
it wasn't our call that we got. We didn't get the bad news. You but felt her pain. Holy shit, Cody. I seriously hate thinking about this. I hate talking about it. But watching her break down and get that information and process it was the most insane kind of ex- like outer body experience I've had just being like, oh, my God god like yeah you're in public with your friends mm. and you get that phone call like it was just it's absolutely insane and it's always these things that happen that remind us that like most things don't fucking matter yeah all this bullshit that goes on day to day all these little grudges all this little shit that happens between loved ones none of it matters yeah i mean of course some of it does but like really at the end of the day you could lose them tomorrow yeah so then what, so then like what really matters? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like get your head out of your ass Yeah. and make amends with people in your lives and like, and love them for who they are, not for who you wish they were, not for who you want them to be, but like really just appreciate them and appreciate the fact that you even get to be mad at them. Like I hold myself all the time because I have people who've lost parents in my life that are very close to me. And sometimes I want to complain about my family structure and stuff. And then I'm like, holy shit i sound like a spoiled rotten brat because there's people who cannot pick up their phone and be annoyed by their mom dad sister brother aunt cousin whatever it is yeah. and so i think it's just like that weird perspective thing that for some reason we need these ex- experiences and events to knock us on our asses to mm-hmm. be like holy wake-up call don't you th- like it's it's this weird thing where we get like caught up in life well literally that's what was so heartbreaking is because carl on summer house was talking about how his brother he wanted to reconnect with his brother he hadn't talked to him in years for various reasons that reminded me a lot of my relationship with my brother yeah and his brother was doing great and he wanted to reach out to him and he just was putting it off and then you know his brother wasn't doing too hot and ended up dying and he regretted not reaching out to him it just made me sad it is sad i think there's something positive though in the fact that the intention was good like yeah. he had a positive intention of like i do want to reconnect and i do want to talk yeah but losing the opportunity to ever make amends ever speak your truth with somebody that you love yeah. is something that well like you literally can't deal with or fix or change once that person is gone yeah you can only have faith and understanding that you know that that bond is something that they knew existed regardless yeah. of things but do you think i should try to fix things with my mom I mean, yes, but I also think that when you talk about like fix is a bad word, in my opinion, do you think I should you try can't to fix things? You are the child. You can do your very best to have a better relationship with somebody. Yeah. But there's also this middle road, right? Where someone has to meet you halfway. We both have to work. I mean, she and I both have to work. Yeah. And so if you go into it ready to put xyz in and she's only putting x in right i know what i'm responsible for it, and if she knows what she is too then maybe we can meet in the middle right but there's this weird reckoning with children and, and parents because i've had it myself where i'm expecting my parent to see it and hear my emotions and then own it and right. be like oh you're right i was xyz but right. they are really what really separates Let's just say, for example, my mom and me, mm-hmm. besides 30 years. Right. You know, like. Especially as we get older, we realize, do we know what we're doing? No. And like people are, you know, no, but don't gaslight yourself. Like, 
No, but do we know how to react to things? Do we know what we're doing? Do we have a a guidebook on how on how this works? That's why communication is important. Yeah, and I think sometimes like people don't really understand their impact they've had on you yeah. because you're not willing to you're too scared to express it. Like this is how I feel like yeah. growing up as somebody who like always felt like I just had to be a yes person, you know, and it's like then to come out and have like real feelings and emotion about things and then get those made fun of and or dismissed and or so on and so forth. You know, it's like so it's really hard to represent yourself with family. Like there's so many layers. Yeah. And in a weird way, I, I don't know if this is like a millennial thing or if this is always like the second generation of like we kind of have to let our parents be semi delusional, like what can I like can I really bring everything to them no because they were yeah. trying their best they're doing their best they they have a vision right. of themselves that's important for them to keep as well like I'm not trying to come shatter worlds I don't know about your parents but like my parents we were they were knee deep in like at least toddlers like kids by my age I'm not so my parents you know what I mean my parents at my age had just bought their first house <sighs> and were bringing in like their second child into that home like imagine mortgage two kids and i came like i am blessed beyond belief like i came from such a loving home yeah and my parents really wanted that life and really worked hard for it and i still came out traumatized so it's like this is where it's like with parents it's like you are literally trying your best and we're all going to go to therapy regardless so it's like that's where i i think i brought it up like 17 episodes but i was just like moms and dads you're ki- i brought it around the halloween episode i brought it up i'm like you guys are killing it you're trying your best you're making memories you did, i yeah. see you going out there like and doing your best your kid's gonna hate you you're tired of like moms moms and dads feeling shamed yeah because i do think like with social media and like everyone getting into therapy it's like there's uh, now like millennial parents are thinking about like how am i gaslighting traumatizing da 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 my kids and it's like that's they an, don't really know any better it's an important thing to think about but it cannot dictate every one of your decisions because we're all humans we're all warm bloods we're all going through it we all have bad days we're all warm bloods sorry vampires sorry oh my last sookie sookie it's it's, it won't be you don't think you'll say that in a bravo minute (laughs) sookie unless anna paquin joins the real housewives of ojai do you think she still lives here i have i've never seen her in the flesh sookie her child threw a child's cup of apple juice at the wall of Cafe Emporium. And I, I was kind of like them. that. I liked it. Too. I love that in a kid. So you're angry. I love that in a kid. Good for you. I I I will let a kid throw a fit any day. Yeah. If a, an adult brings a fit, I'm not having it. I, yeah. <laughs> Your yeah, kid okay. wants. Okay. Okay. I see where you're <laughs> you coming from. What I mean? And that says a lot because I throw a lot of fits. <laughs> sure, but like, you actually do. I was going to say you're off the hook. I am not. Do you remember? Do you remember when we walked into Hakane? I'll never forget it. And I dragged you out of that. They didn't acknowledge us. Did I talk? Who was I talking about that with? You talked about on the podcast before multiple times. They didn't acknowledge us. It should be easy. And this was my problem with with BLUE at the time is that if you're just not acknowledged when you walk into a place of business, why am I spending my money here? Just say hello. Just make eye contact. Is that hard? Is that hard? Do you feel like that's a part of your conditioning, though, as becoming a robot? (laughs) No, I've always felt this way. I like to be acknowledged. Damn it. Is it your white male privilege that just... (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not proud of it. And I'm working on it every day. I'm doing the work. Doing the work. Wow, we got serious there for a minute. My um, news resolution is to not be a Karen. 
that's a good one. Because I'm becoming one. That's a good one. Yeah. My New Year's resolution is to not over dramatize like everything that happens in my life because mm-hmm. I think there's this weird thing going on. I've actually been wanting to rant on this for a while, but I don't know if I have the right language yet. There's something going on in the air where every single person on the internet is like posting that Ben Affleck thing where he's like smoking a cigarette and looks ragged as fuck. You're and- talking directly to me. Yes. Okay. And. <laughs> I post that for everything. I'm talking shit to your face. My profile is tired, but not like, yes. Where it's like he, they post that thing and they're like me this week. And I'm like, you guys, I, okay, here's the thing is people literally me this week. (laughs) (laughs) People are literally going through like life altering things. People are going through grief. I understand. Like everyone has fighting battles. You never see or whatever. Oh my God. But this like, it's almost like, we're sharing in this dumb trauma porn of constantly being like, oh my God, like what a year it's been. This has been a dumpster fire every day. It's something else. Everything fucking sucks. Like I'm so fucking over it. I'm sick of dramatizing every little thing that happens to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm becoming a boomer where I'm like, get the fuck over it. Like, we all have shit to do. We all have a fucking life to live. You want to sit around and think about everything negative that's ever happened to you? What? Who is that benefiting this? It's so popular on social media because it gets people the most fucking Literally. attention. And it's well, like... Well, or is it people don't, who don't know where to air their grievances? And that gives them an outlet. I think people are so desperate for connection. Start a journal. Well, it's like, okay, people are desperate for attention. Suicide rates are high. People need to be able to air out things, right? Right. So it's like this weird sticky situation I feel like I'm in where I'm like, I want to express my feelings of negativity where I'm like... Mute button. Well, this is the thing though. It's every single person that I follow. Do you think I do that? Yes, and I do too. I've done it. I've fallen prey. I know that you you haven't seen it, but White Lotus season two, there's a character named Daphne and she's so amazing because she just keeps getting like bad news happening to her like your husband's cheating on you your husband hooked up with this person blah blah and she just is like she looks sad for a moment and then she's like refuses to be a victim and refuses to feel bad for herself and she's like i'm gonna go fuck up my personal trainer then like whatever i'm good she like i'm in my daphne this guy's like i think that my wife and your husband are sleeping together and she goes oh Darn, well, do you want to go over here and I'll blow you? And they like go over to an island. She's like, whatever. And she just is so I love Daphne. I my twenty twenty three resolution is to be more like Daphne from White Lotus season two. And she is a survivor. Like, she didn't die on that show. I love her. Like not everything's tragic. Not everything has to be tragic. Oh she my says, god, your bathroom renovation is behind two weeks. Get some fucking perspective. Oh my god, your order was wrong when you picked it up from a restaurant. Get over yourself. You know what Daphne literally like, says literally. on the show? She goes, I just do what I have to do to make myself feel better about it. I'm I in love my Daphne that. era. Daphne era. Daphne era. Cody. What? This is it. What do you? I hate. Are that you this done, is babe? It. I'm so bad at goodbyes. No, Should you're not. For like another hour. Are you bad at goodbyes? That's yeah. what someone. That's what people say. Mm. But what does that mean? Thanks for all those nice anonymous things. Thanks for all the nice reviews. Thanks for when I walk into Topa Brewing Company, you just start <laughs> a conversation with me that is tailing off of a episode. Honestly, thank you for. Um, being nice the text the dms thanks for listening to my nasally monotone gay voice thank you stephanie for asking me to be your cause because i had the the, like most fun like i like really love 
Topatak, and I'm going to still love it. And I loved it season one, and I'm going to love season five. Season five, congratulations. Wow. <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. That's really major. And um, it's just like such a fun like three years, and I like I just like loved it. Thank you so much. I'm I love email you. right now. I feel like you took season one, cute small business lover Stephanie, and you turned her into a freak. I freaky. And you let my freak flag fly. You're the freakiest joint I know. It's cool too because we were kind of we were talking before this episode, and it's just really nice to have somebody who's like semi business partner, creative partner, someone I would call a best friend. We like to do stuff together, but we can also have open conversations and this is something that when melissa left i was so grateful for but it's like damn are we not fucking adults yeah. are we not crushing it when it comes to open transparency like yeah. comfortability yeah. we are like leaving the insecurities at the door what insecurities yeah like it's just so cool that you're that we're able to have yeah. such a mature relationship together you inspire me same i'm obsessed with you and i've said this before and it always makes me cringe when i listen back or when i like read it in the oh high quarterly but i have to say again i love that we just like really liked each other before this but became best friends during this and really like you guys have heard uh, us create a friendship because you guys have listened to us create a friendship over the last three years it's really cool and what you've missed like the phone calls and texts when we're not on air is there's been so many times when I've actually been kind of like an awful hard person to deal with and you navigate it so well. And I feel like we understand Vice each other versa. <laughs> where it's just like these weird. It's so cool to be in conflict with somebody that you share a deep respect with because there is this weird thing where like I can really be awful and know you're not like gonna leave is that weird that i can show you all my cards and i can just really be kind of a piece That's of shit love baby it's cool i could be an absolute under the bridge goblin troll person <laughs> and you were just like well that's cody well it's kind of like we both just give each other the space we're like well in three days she'll be over it or he'll be over it and we'll be okay and this is like we understand that emotions and feelings can be fleeting and then they're not permanent and they can change and we allow each other to do that. And at the end of the day, we are just here to listen to each other and talk it out. Yeah. Thanks, Steph. And sometimes just listen to ourselves and kind of ignore the other person's story because I do that too sometimes. Where I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. What were you saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for my chance to talk. Anywho, I love you. I love you. Is this it? I love you, goobers. Thanks for listening to me. Bye. All I can say is this better be for real this time, Cody. All this back and forth crap has got me super twisted. Not seriously, dude. I've been a fan of this podcast and all the work that you put into it for a really long time. And I can't imagine it without you. Um, I'm thinking about the footprint that you're leaving, but I know that evolution is part of it. Man, I really admire your friendly spirit and how fiercely you protect your community and your family. Um, I love how effortlessly you bring people together and make them feel at home and make them feel safe. Um, you can definitely count on my vote when you run for mayor of Ojai. And um, when you see um, Vance come around, tell him, tell him to hit me up. All right. But thank you for everything and good luck on everything. Dude, you're the man. Thanks a lot. Cody, why are you doing this to us? It's because of the money. Or it's because of the Lincoln assassination. I don't know. But thank you for the laughs, the gossip, and all the good memories. It has been a pleasure listening to you 
you have such a beautiful and honest soul for sure you will be missed but i'm sure you will be back so adios amigo and we will take care of steph hi cody curdy cray it's chelsea wade here your biggest fans <laughs> we miss you already hey cody this is your captain speaking just wanted to say thanks for reading our love story and i fucked this one up um start over shells <laughs> no you did it yeah it's good we love you no, I'm starting over. we miss you already i'm over <laughs>